We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. minutes a day 365 days a year this is the pack a day podcast welcome back packers fans to the pack a day podcast the thursday edition the weekend is almost here we're another day closer to friday i guess i'll say (laughs) (laughs) i am half of your I am half Daytona of your Thursday. Another day closer to the Daytona 500. Daytona 500, the next Super Bowl, the XFL next NFL started. season. The XFL opened Saturday. XFL, the USFL, all that good stuff. So I am Jason Perrone. I'm half of your Thursday crew. You can also find some of my work over at Game On Wisconsin, where I do the Quick Slants podcast. Along with me, as always, Mark Eckel of Packer Report. Mark, on the East Coast, the Super Bowl was here. The Waste Management PGA Golf Tournament was here. A lot of people came into town. They dropped a lot of money. They took up a lot of space on our roads here. It was as crazy as it always is, and now they're all gone, and we can exhale. On the East Coast, how was the Super Bowl for you? Different in a lot of ways. Um, I think I mentioned, I don't know if I mentioned this last week to you or to other people. I've been down here, what, six years now, I guess, with six Super Bowls. And this was the least, now to me, obviously, you know, I covered the Eagles. I know Andy Reid. We, we, we talked about that last week a little bit. But it was like to my friends and the people that I know and even the whole area here, it was the least involved Super Bowl. Like nobody, nobody hated, like nobody, nobody, there's not, there's not many Eagle fans here. There, I, don't, I don't know any Chiefs fans here. So, but, but nobody hates the Eagles or hates the Chiefs either. So it was just kind of a, oh yeah, they're two good teams. I hope to see a good game. I mean, as, as opposed to the other ones where like, Last year was Cincinnati, right? Cincinnati played mm-hmm. on uh, yep. the Rams. But there's a lot of Ohio transplants here, for whatever reason, or a lot of snowbirds. Even if they they live in Ohio in the winter, and then they they come down here for the winter. So there's a lot of Ohio. I joke like like this time of the year, you you look at the license plates in the garages. There's as many Ohio plates as South Carolina plates. So there was a lot of rooting interest in the Bengals last year because of that Ohio connection. And then when the years that that Tom Brady are in it, which was like. I guess three or four to six, right? You have your I love Tom Brady crowd and you have your I hate Tom Brady crowd. So that there was difference there. This was a eh, two good teams to be a good game. Let's see. So it was very mild, very 
blase in a, in a, in a, I hate to use that word, but that's kind of what it was here. Low key. Yeah, low key is a good word. Now you're you're you don't have the same job that you used to have, right? Right. No, I was in the hospitality industry. So when the yeah, Super Bowl came been, to that Phoenix, wild. that was oh, it was always just insanity. You're exhausted by the end of that week because undoubtedly Very, your hotel sold out the whole time. The whole time, and there's usually, and I usually worked at at bigger properties that were hosting parties, and so there was right. always stuff going on. We had to help out and do extra stuff. It was cool. I mean, it was a lot of fun. I I would never complain about it, but. Yeah, now I'm in a, in a completely different industry, and nice. Fortunately, I work remotely, so I didn't have to get on the roads. The traffic was still crazy at times, and you couldn't get a restaurant re- reservation at any restaurants around here right. to save your life. But it was it was fine, and it obviously does economically. It does a lot for the city. Oh, but I was glad that <coughs> it was minimal impact. You know that that is that, I, is that area. Let me ask you this, because you live there and you've been there for a while now. Is that a good site for the Super Bowl? It's hard. I've heard people say no. Yeah, it's hard to say because Glendale. I mean, and the bad field aside, I'm not. I mean, that was oh, a disaster. Yeah, that was that was. I, I was mean the, the leading up to the Super Bowl because well, the, the week prior is, is for the money makers is as important as the the game itself. You know. Well, I guess the way I'll answer your question is is this way: is that you Glendale is where the the game was played, and that's right. where the stadium is located. But that's not like a huge tourist destination no. in Phoenix. And there's nothing in Glendale. But so that's if native, you're right? right, so if you're so if you're coming out to Phoenix and you're doing parties and stuff like that, they're nowhere near the venue. And I don't know how important that is in other cities. Maybe that's not a big deal. Oh, I think it is. But when you're in Scottsdale and you're in Old Town, where ESPN had their setup, which is in like the that's where that's where you want to be. That's the that's the place yes. to be. That's nightlife and great restaurants, great bars, clubs, nightlife, all that kind of stuff. Well, that's 35, 40 minutes away from the venue. So yeah, it's not. That's why I don't think it's good. It's, it's not spread out. But you like know I what? The, you know, I, I, I guess, I guess, my question to you then, Mark. I mean, I know you're not on the Super Bowl committee. You can only answer this from your own perspective. But as somebody who covered the league, maybe you have more insight than the average person here. Why do they keep giving it to us? It, you know, like this is the fourth time that it's been in Phoenix. Good weather. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I, guess, I mean, people like Phoenix. I know when I when I covered the league all those years, that was my one of my favorite, if not my favorite trip. And I didn't cover Glendale. I was, they were playing in, they were still playing at Arizona State when I was covering. Now here's something for you. The okay. first Super Bowl here in '96. It was the '95 season, '96 game, Dallas versus Pittsburgh. This was the last time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. Yeah, wow. They played the Packers in the NFC Championship game and and won. So Green Bay had a chance to come to Arizona. They didn't do it. Mm. That was at Sun Devil Stadium. Now, if you've ever yeah. been to Sun Devil Stadium, it's, I've been it's, there a million times. it's been renovated. It's been right. renovated. So it is, but it's still, you know, it's still located where it's located. That is, I I never go to a game there and don't stop and look around and say to myself, how did they host the Super Bowl here? <laughs> I know that is, that's interesting that the Super Bowl would have been there. Yeah, I mean. It's a college um, venue and they were sharing it with the yeah. Cardinals, which is, to me, it was like, well, no wonder the Cardinals stink. You know, they're sharing a stadium <laughs> with the college team. Like, you know, when you want to grow, graduate and grow up and then they finally did, they moved out to Glendale and they're playing. And they, now that the the stadium and the setup out there is fine. It's been a long right. time since I've been out there. That turf, man, I don't know if the NFL stepped in and did something. I mean, I, I've never seen so many problems with the field. That was really bad. Yeah, it was. Now, did it get? And I think it got worse in the second half after the halftime show didn't certainly didn't help the field. No, it didn't. Well, what was strange I was that too. well, what was strange I was get rid of the halftime show. Well, we have the we have the advantage of doing this thing four days later, so there's already been a bunch of stuff talked about. But it seemed like the Eagles had a lot more problems than the Chiefs did. Yeah, they, they, I guess they didn't have the right shoes or something. Well, where's the no, equipment guy? <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> you know? know something happened. But I didn't hear me out on this. First of all, I don't care about the halftime show, and I. There have been some entertainers that I did like, and I thought, okay, I'll listen to them, but uh, somebody could care less about or doesn't know any of their songs. Now, I'm older, so that's part of it, too, now. But it, it, first of all, it, it's too long. I mean, it changes the whole dynamic of the game. Halftime's supposed to be whatever many minutes, like it is for every other game, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's stretched out so long. Now, it could help a team. It could hurt a team. It could just, But it changes the whole di- dynamic. I say get rid of the halftime show. You can still have the concert because people want more than football for a Super Bowl. Do it like that afternoon. People get to the game early anyway. So if the game's at six thirty Eastern time, have a con- have Rihanna is is that her name? Rihanna. Yep, Rihanna. Yep. Ha- have her do her concert like at three o'clock, and then you have time to get her off and get this, all the stuff off and 
Patrick Field up a little bit. Somehow, some way, there's a money consideration that's going to make that hard. I think you're right. People would attend it. It would definitely be well attended. Oh, there's no make, issue there. You can make more money off because you're you're getting the people out there even earlier. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. It's, I mean, do you it's, like the halftime show? I it, as well as a selfishly no because I have to wait longer for the second half to start yeah, and finish. Yeah. Real football fans, if you care about the game and you're a football fan and you're or a, you know you're involved in football, writing, talking about it, whatever. You know, you know, I don't want. I don't want a concert in the middle of the game. Just play the game. game, That'd be be cool. Just play the game is what I say. But it was fine. I mean, I thought I thought she was fine. I mean, she's you know, she's expecting it. I thought her her show was was good. I mean, she's a great. I I hate to admit it, but I don't I didn't know one song that she sang. She's she's a good performer. You know, she's she's a great artist. Last year, I thought last year's halftime show was exceptionally good. But there were several artists that performed and they, they they did a lot of. It was in LA, so of course you know it's gonna be right. it's gonna be done up a little bit, but the game itself, yeah, I mean it's it's long, and and as I also sound like a really really selfish and spoiled fan because out here on the West Coast the Super Bowl is over by eight thirty, yeah. So I I don't ever have to like out here watching sports. I don't ever have to to stay up super late to watch games unless they go to like quadruple overtime. I out you here. Have to get up early. Well, out here we are more likely to miss the beginning of the game stuck in right. traffic, but we won't yeah. miss the end of the game. Whereas you on the East Coast, you'll never miss kickoff. Up. But can you stay up for the fourth quarter? Well, I'm a night person, so I've never had that problem. Right. So you I know what you're saying, and and it, what, what what bothers me about that is kids. Mm-hmm. You know, kids, kids, kids are we're losing young kids to sports is losing young kids because of how late games are how old's your son he's young right nine he didn't did he, did he say i have to watch the end of the game the super bowl yeah oh yeah he was we oh, were okay. at a party for him. we were at a party Good for him i know this now just from talking to friends back in, in the philadelphia area philadelphia schools opened late monday but that kids could stay up late and watch the game that's cool i like that that's, i thought that was real listen i've criticized philadelphia schools a lot in my life because they're, they're not the best schools in the world but that was a cool thing. I thought that was a really cool thing. Yeah, I have a friend who's a teacher, a high school teacher out in California. He's an Eagles fan, and he was going to give the he was going to uh, give the kids a day off. <laughs> they were going to watch a they were going to watch like I don't know a, a show or a movie or something like that, like you know something. But he wasn't going to have them do like hardcore schoolwork. So I don't know what he ended up doing. I mean, even even though they didn't win, would, I would think you still roll with your plan and take it easy on Monday because if you're yeah. if they didn't win, you're going to be a little grumpy. That's even more of a reason to yeah. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit grumpy. So speaking of, I guess speaking of that. So what we want to talk about today is just the Eagles. The, you know, the Eagles and the and the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. The Packers are in the NFC. The Eagles are in the NFC. They represented the NFC. They were the best best team on that side of the NFL. Oh, by, and, and and by a wide margin. Yes, yes, they were. Yes, they were. And even though I, you know, they're they're going to lose their offensive coordinator, their defensive and- coordinator. And that's going to matter. I still think, and they're going to lose some players, but I think they'll yeah. keep the core together. There's, you know, they're not going to be able to keep everybody, and we'll no. see. We'll see what happens because there's always some surprises. We never know everything that's going to go down. But the question is, what? How far are the are the Packers from the Eagles right now? And it's that's kind of what we wanted to discuss here. And, and obviously, Mark, with your expertise and having covered the team and all that kind of stuff, I know it's been a while, but. Yeah. That's kind of what I what I wanted to talk about because as I watch the Super Bowl and usually when I'm watching the playoffs and after the Packers get eliminated, unfortunately that's been happening a lot over the last ten years. I look at the teams that are left and I ask myself always, how do they stack up to the Packers in my mind and from what I see other people talking about? So I guess the easiest place to start is if we we can save quarterback because quarterback is such a question mark oh, that's, right now. That's what it's all about. It, it is. It definitely is. And I will tell you this right now. If if even if Aaron Rodgers comes back and plays for the Packers, which we talked before the show started, and I think right now we're not feeling like that's the most likely outcome. But even if Aaron Rodgers comes back, okay, because it's either gonna be Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love, you assume. If it's a third person, that's gonna be a huge, huge surprise to me. Right? Yeah. I'll be real in surprised. in <laughs> either case, I still think I still think the Eagles have the advantage with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, for now. Aaron Rodgers is um, older. He didn't play very well this past season. He's not going to be an MVP anymore. He no. could certainly improve. He can play better than he did in 22. Sure, that's I, I'll give him that. I definitely, and I would actually expect him to play better than he did last season. But even still, Jalen Hurts, the arrow is pointing straight up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. For Jalen Hurts. Now, here's the thing about the Eagles, though. 
Now you and you mentioned they lost both coordinators. That's that's tough. Mm-hmm. Teams yeah. don't lose both coordinators. Yeah, it is. So let's see. And now again, they may hire guys that are just as good or better than what they lost. Well, you don't know till they make the hires and see how those guys do. Uh, from what I'm hearing, they they're probably going to promote from within on both sides. Maybe I mean because it's kind of coming late. I mean they're a little late to the to, to the race here now too because a lot of coaches have, have been hired. hired. Mm-hmm. You know because other you know. Peyton, Sean Payton's put his staff together and Frank Reich has put his staff together and, you know, other, and here's another thing too, Gannon and, 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 um, striking, they take some of them guys away. I mean, they, they may take a couple position coaches and make them coordinators in, in Arizona and Indianapolis as well. So right. yeah, they have some work to do there. So that's going to set them back. I'm not going to say a lot, but a little bit. Now here's the other thing that the Eagles did what you're supposed to do. When you have a good quarterback, Hurts is better than anybody thought, including the Eagles, on a rookie contract. They, they won with a quarterback on a rookie contract. Well, that contract's he's not going to be playing for whatever second-round picks get paid. Any, any, you know, they're going to have to pay him a lot of money, and that's going to be a, and that's going to force them to not have some other players. They're going to have to cut some players. They're going to have to, and they have a bunch of free agents as well. They're going to lose a lot of people. I think most of it is, is on defense. Mm-hmm. So, I they're a good team. They have a good nucleus, like you said. But I I don't think the Eagles are going back to the Super Bowl next year. I don't. I'll and, tell it, you, and I'll tell you. And here's here's another reason why. And this is just a little little history and a little trivia, whatever you want to call it. The last team to lose a Super Bowl and go back the next year, the Buffalo Bills, when they did it four years in a row. Yeah, I was I was just going to say the statistics are not good for Super Bowl here's losers. The last NFC team. The last NFC team. To lose a Super Bowl and go back the next year, the Minnesota Vikings in 1973 and 1974. If that doesn't years ago, if that doesn't say something, and guess what? Both of those teams lost again. I think. Wait, wait. Well, we know the Vikings lost because they've never won one. I I take this back for a second. One other because somebody's going to say, "No, no, you're wrong." And New England did it one, but I don't count anything that New England did with Brady. I don't count that as because that he's he's an alien. He doesn't, you know, he guy played till he's forty, whatever, and won Super Bowl. No, so he don't count. I think New England went back after they yeah, lost and won, but probably. Um, so no, forget them. That doesn't change my my NFC. The Vikings are the last NFC team was fifty years ago. Fifty years ago. Yeah, long, that's, long that's, time. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, long things time. just happen usually, you know. Right. A lot of them missed the playoffs. A lot yeah, of Super Bowl losers don't even make the playoffs tonight. Well, the Super Bowl winner last year didn't didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But then again, Matt Stafford had injuries. Cooper Cup was hurt. You know all that kind of stuff. And but the Rams had a lot. The Rams had everything go wrong for them. They year. had yeah, they had they had a lot. But you know, I don't I don't feel bad for them at all because they got their trophy. And that mm-hmm. and this and that brings up the question of Would you rather your team be competitive and 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 potentially fall short, or would you rather sprinkle in a Super Bowl if it means that you have to go through bad or mediocre for the next six years every time? It's funny that you asked me that. I used to ask that. When I was at the peak of my cover of the Eagles, um, and I was doing a lot of radio then and some TV and stuff, but I, I did a lot of radio, talk talk radio in Philly, which is different than talk radio in a lot of places. But that's when the Eagles were getting there and losing. Uh, you know, they, they lost to Tampa Bay, lost to the Rams and Tampa Bay and Carolina. Then they, then they got to the Super Bowl, lost to New England. And I would ask, you know, I'd pick it. It was an easy topic. You, 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 you'd get a bunch of calls that I would ask that almost same exact question. If I told you, the Eagles are going to win the Super Bowl next year, but then have five losing seasons after that. Would you take it? Or would you rather me tell you, I don't know what's going to happen, but they're going to make the playoffs in the next six six years. They're definitely going to make the playoffs in the next six years. What happens in the playoffs, I don't know. I want to make, make, make the playoffs. I want to make the playoffs. Well, every call, every single caller. Super Bowl. I want to see a Super Bowl be, before I die. Oh, my God. I, I, I do anything. Five years, that's fine. I don't care. Super Bowl. Okay. But then the Eagles did win the Super Bowl, finally, in 2017 season. And three years later, they fired their coach because they had a bad year. <laughs> so right. the people that all said, give me five bad years, they had one bad year, and again, they, they went crazy. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, exactly. So you could say that, but I don't think anybody wants that. No, well, it's also perspective, too, because at that point, if they hadn't won one, and it's been like decades, then you're like, just give me one. But now, it was only five years ago, so it's like, well, okay, I do want to, I do want to be competitive, and I, and there's a chance that this team could, could get in and win, and it's it's intriguing with the Packers because they don't this the the quarterback situation obviously, but 
it's 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 hard to peg or put See, a I'm, it's hard to put no, a finger. No, I was going to say it's hard to put a finger on how good how good they're going to be. And I was almost tempted to kind of start our conversation by saying we kind of start talking about quarterback and just kind of go position by position and just look at where Green Bay is at compared to a team like Philly. If they're if we're if we'll and we'll use the 2022 version of the Eagles, not what they right. might be in 23. Right. That was that was the Super Bowl team, right? Yeah. So we'll use what was on the field for the Super Bowl as the Eagles team and then looking at the Packers and saying, hey, okay, so for example, like offensive line to me was an area that the Packers were okay this past season. They've got David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins. They both came back from injury, and by the end of the season, they were playing much better than earlier in the year when they were you know, having trouble getting their legs back and Bakhtiari was needing to rotate in and out. You have some depth at tackle, although we don't know what the Packers might do with some of that depth. We talked about Yash Nyman and do they keep him, do they trade him or not. Zach Tom, the rookie, Josh Myers. There's some questions about whether that was the the best route to go. Creed Humphreys was out there. They no, didn't take was, him. That <laughs> they, that, they didn't. They didn't take him. So, but you know, I I'd, I'd have to say I think I think as good as the Packers' offensive line can be, I still think there's a marginal size difference there because the the Eagles' offensive line just with Lane Johnson and, and obviously Jason Kelsey, they're so good and they're so well. No, the Eagles have a very. They had the best line in the league this past year, but yeah. I don't think. And I might maybe I overrate the Packer line, but I this past year they've had they had issues. Obviously, um, a lot of it was health related. We're, we're, we're talking about the twenty three Packers now, right? The, the, the team that yeah. can they get to the Super Bowl? Right. I think if, if you have a healthy backyard, he's and like you said, by the end of the year, and then he had an appendectomy on top of everything. I mean, the poor guy <laughs> Jesus, couldn't yeah. get a break. But you know what? If they're let's, if he's going to have all that stuff a- happen, let it happen in a bad season. <laughs> Yeah, right. So let, let's give him a break for a year next year, right? He's back to me and David back to yard. He's as good as any left tackle in football. And he right? will continue to be. Yeah, so I'm fine with that. Elton Jenkins, again, he, he's a year re- removed now from his ACL. He's among the best left guards in football. So mm-hmm. your left side of the line is better than Eagle. It's better than, in my opinion, than Jordan Malata and Landon Dickinson play, play left guard or did Isaac Samalo. I forget who played left and right. But they're better than both of them. Mm-hmm. Myers, he, Myers isn't, he's not, I don't think he's a liability by any means like some people do. He's not, he, I wish they had Creed Humphrey, but they don't. Uh, why, um, and he's not as good as Kelsey, but, Ke- you know, Kelsey's been around 100 years. Myers is fine. I think he's he's okay. He's not, he's a he's a starting center in the NFL. John Runyon is getting, I think, is is a good player. I do. I think he's, and he moved from left to right this year, which isn't as easy as people think. But now he's he's gotten a year there or half a year there, I guess whatever. I think he's going to be fine. I think he's going to. I think he's more than just a starting player. I think he's he's a he's not a star by any means, but he's good, solid player. So I like him. And Zach Tom, I was just talking to somebody earlier t- today about Zach. Tom. Did, did 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 anybody else see what I saw from from Zach Tom? He played left tackle one week when when Bakhtiari was out and did more than hold his own. Then the last two games of the season. He goes in against the Vikings when uh, Neiman was having problems with his shoulder. Goes in, and Zadarius Smith disappeared. Yeah, he he dominated Zadarius Smith to the point where Zadarius Smith went home crying. He didn't even talk to anybody. Left when you know never vanished. Then the next, then the following week against Detroit, Aiden Hutchinson is playing like Aiden Hutchinson. He's 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 dominating Josh Neiman. Well, Neiman comes out. Tom goes back in, and guess what? Hutchinson was, had a pretty quiet second half. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say he vanished like 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 Smith did, but he certainly didn't dominate after that. Zach Tom is going to be a real. That was another real good mid round pick by by the offensive line pick by the where backyard was fourth round. The Packers for some I mean for some way they find very good linemen in in those middle rounds, and they I think they found another one in Zach Tom. So I think the Packers offensive line next year, and I think at the five it's going to be. That's a pretty good line. Mm-hmm. Again, with with Bakhtiari being back to himself and Jenkins being healthy and Myers, you know, getting a little better and Runyon, I think Runyon's just going to keep getting better and then and Tom and then they have a little bit of depth too with if they keep Neiman and Newman and those three rookie tackles, they like something about them. Or they yeah, they kept them. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, 
and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, even as, I mean, the so as good as, I guess my point is, is that there's still room, a, a, a fair amount of room for improvement. And if, if the Packers want to be a Super Bowl team, now I don't know how realistic that is in 23, but if they want to be a Super Bowl team, they're going to have to, they're going to have to perform close yeah. to what the Eagles did, because that's, you, you just, you yeah, have to, close. you know, you no, have to perform. that good, but. I don't. I think the Packers. I'm going to say this: the Packers' offensive line in 2023, if it's what I just said, it is, and I think that's what it's going to be. That's. I think their line is good enough to get them to the Super Bowl. There, there have been worse offensive lines that have gone to the Super Bowl than that line. I think that line. And again, maybe I'm overrating Zach Tom and John Runyon. I don't think I am. I think they're both very good, especially. I mean, what Tom did that when I saw him with those last two games, I was like, wow, wow, this guy is really good. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think their offensive line is good. Is a Super Bowl caliber offensive line. They played no, they did well. They they did very well. They did very well. And then if you want to kind of just move out from the line itself, we've talked about the tight end position. The Packers obviously have the longest way to go at tight end because they don't have yes. any on well, their right. roster. And then Dallas Goddard's pretty good. Oh, you know, very good. Had he that top, amazing catch right on the sideline. The Kelsey line, I think. Right, right. Well, Kittle, I, I would put Kittle, Kelsey, and Mark Andrews as the three best tight ends in the NFL and mm-hmm. I but I think Goddard is in that fourth you know him and I guess I'm probably I'm from I'm, I'm sure there's some people I'm leaving out but I would put him in the next group of three or four or whatever he's right. good Dallas Goddard's good right no he's very good he's very good and the Packers so the Packers have a lot of work to do there now we don't know what kind of draft capital they're going to have to work with but you assume that they'll address it now I'll say this right now I know we haven't gotten into the draft or anything like that if, if they end up with, now, first of all, they're picking at 15th right now. So if that doesn't change for some reason, I'm sure it will. But if that doesn't change for some reason, are you okay with the tight end in the first round that early? I wouldn't, depends. I wouldn't, I guess the one you would take would be the kid from, from, from Notre Dame, my, uh, Meyer. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't yell and scream and say, oh my God, I can't believe they took him. But I have, I'd have to see who else is on the board. None of the guys that, that I mentioned, Kittle, Kelsey, Goddard, Andrews, none of them were first round. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I just don't know if tight end is a is a position that you take in the first round. I don't think it is. I, yeah. I would I, I would think there's the Packers could do a lot better for this team than going tight end. Now you take the best yeah, player I, and you trust your board. If that's how Green Bay's board has fallen, okay. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Okay. And you see if, if all the guys you like are gone and the and the tight end is the best player, then yeah, maybe you like I said, I wouldn't be but there, from, from what I'm, and again, I don't want to get into the draft too much because I've just started to pay attention a little bit and read some things and talk to some people. Apparently, there's four, at least four, really good tight ends. So you can, I, in, in, in my perfect draft for the Packers, they get somebody else in the first round, a safety, a pass rusher, or whatever, and then come back in the second round and get whatever tight end is still, of, of one of those four will probably still be there. Maybe two of the four might still be there when they pick in the second round. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, tight end is, a, is obviously they're not right now as the, as it stands right now they don't have a Super Bowl quality tight end. So if but we go, free if, agents of, of tight ends available too now. I don't know how much money they're going to have to spend and what else is going to happen this offseason. Well, but, and there's always the carrot of 
if Las Vegas is going to be some sort of a trade partner for the Packers, and I'm not saying, you know, but Darren Waller has been his name always comes up talked about to the Green Bay Packers several times. So we'll he's 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 in that guy. He's probably in that next. To me, he would be in that next year. Like he's not Kittle, Kelsey, Andrews, but he's with Goddard. Yeah, if he stays healthy and plays 16 games, you have yeah. to assume that he's going to give the Packers more production at tight end than they've gotten over the past two years. I can say That's that confidently. <laughs> yeah, could be. It really could be. I mean, since the days of Jermichael Finley, right? It's it's, mm. it's been a long time since they've had one. So, wide receiver. I do want to put an asterisk on wide receiver because the Eagles obviously have a lot of talent there. AJ Brown is very good. AJ Brown was, and I I, I may be kind of derailing our conversation here, but AJ Brown was a huge fork in the road that the Eagles turned on down and made a great move. And it's probably one of the reasons why they were playing in Glendale this past yep. week, oh, because right, yeah. the trade and adding him was a huge, huge boost to the team, but obviously to the offense. So the Packers, if we're talking about what do the Packers need to do, I am not saying they need to go trade for AJ Brown or they need to trade for the next AJ Brown. They've got budding talent at receiver in Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. But they're not. They can't. They can't stop there. They can't be done there. They're. No. They need. You know. They need to have two legitimate and to count on. I think we can count on if he stays healthy, Christian Watson to do more of what he did at the end of last season in twenty three. Dobbs. We'll see. He's that classic case of it's hard to say whether he's going to improve, stay the same, or God forbid, regress in his second year for whatever reason. I don't see him re- regressing at all. I think he'll, again, he's got to stay healthy too because he was doing pretty well until he got hurt and he came yeah. back and he wasn't quite the same. That everybody got hurt in that Lions game. That was a weird yeah. one, that first it was one. Just, it was crazy. But no, but I agree 100% with that. I, well, first of all, A.J. Brown, I I still do some things in Philly and whatever, and people I don't know why, but they I've been gone for so long, but people still want to talk to me in Philly. I called, the AJ, I, I called that the greatest trade in Eagles history. Wow. Okay. The Eagles have made many good trades. They made a lot of bad trades. Before that, I, I and I said, they said, well, what was the best? I said, when they built Bill Berge, getting Bill, Bill Berge from Cincinnati back in 78 or some whatever year it was, because that got them to the Super Bowl in 1980, getting a guy, getting Bill Berge to be the middle of their defense. But they also gave up a lot for Berge. Uh, and they gave up, they gave up first round, a first round, was a first and a third or first and a fourth, whatever it was, for A.J. Brown. But yeah, I mean, he's, I mean, people say, oh, you traded a first round. Well, there was nobody the Eagles were going to get in that, at that point in the first round that's better than A.J. Brown. Right. I wish the Packers – I mean, I don't know what the, what the deal was and if they could afford them or not, but Russ Ball's pretty good at doing that kind of stuff. I Probably would have cost the Packers a first and a second because their pick was lower than the Eagles. Mm-hmm. But they had two firsts and two seconds. Yeah. I would give up Devontae Wyatt and half of Christian Watson, I guess, because I don't know what – they still might have been able to do – I don't know. But A.J. Brown's really, really good. Yeah, he's really good. And he's he's one of the reasons why, maybe the biggest reason why the Eagles were in that game. And, yeah. he, you know, he made, made a couple he big... made every, he made He made Smith better. Yep. He made Goddard better. Mm-hmm. He made Hurts better. Yeah. I mean, not taking nothing away from those three guys. They're all good. Obviously, Hurts real good. But having him, because you know the defense is at their, you know, that's the guy that that you're you're putting your your best corner on or or, or putting the safety over the top of, so you, you can't double everybody, you know. Right. No, he that was a great 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 trade. It really was. Well, here's so yeah. So I mean, I I think I think that's going to be the Packers need they need a veteran and it's not going to be Randall Cobb. No. So that, that we need to end that that needs that needs to end. The Packers need to bring in somebody more capable, more able. I love Cobb. Thank you for everything. Right. Both times, both stints. It's time to move on, and I think the Packers are going to let Aaron Rodgers know that if they haven't already. Hey, if he's coming, if he wants to come back, we're not bringing a team back, so right. that's that's not going to happen. But they've got they've got a ways to they've definitely got a ways to go there. I think they need to add a veteran there, and then and listen, if it's a receiver, okay. The, uh, but there's there's a couple. Jordan Atkinson, yeah, he's from USC. He he doesn't fit the Packers criteria for the most part. He's kind of small. Yeah. I think, yeah, or actually it was Ohio State. It's uh, Jackson, oh, Smith, and Jiba. Yeah, so yeah, they're saying if he's available, you know, then he, he's like Olave. If he's available and, and the Packers are picking early, like just because you picked Christian Watson early last year doesn't mean you stop there. You you know, if you take, right. the, take the elite talent and go with the, the best player, okay, great. Then, you know, you, you, could, you could go that route. But they've got, he's you know. My, they, of, of the receivers that I've, and again, I haven't really gotten into it real deep, he's my favorite 
re- receiver in the draft kid from Ohio State. Yeah, he seems to be he seems Ohio to be kind of head and shoulders. Again. I know people tell me don't don't what I what what does Ross call it helmet scouting? Right, but I I do, and I'm not, and I and I'll, I'll defend it. There's a reason certain schools put out. I mean, when I grew up, it was Penn State was called linebacker U. It was called that for a reason. Because yep. all the good linebackers, they they, 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 they they produce good linebackers every year. Right. And you were you were smart to take a Penn State linebacker. Right. Well, Ohio State produces good wide receivers every year. So you'd be smart to take an Ohio State wide receiver. Yeah. It's like running backs out of Wisconsin. There's just some there's just some some schools and programs that put out better athletes. So at receiver, That's the Packers – Maybe they're coached better. Maybe they recruit them better. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is. But there, there's a reason, you know – Look at the the, um, the the two from last year. Wilson gets rookie of the year. Alave's, you know, was second or third or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So they've got you know they've they've got a ways to go there. Now at running back, Miles Sanders really good, but they've got AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones. And if Aaron Jones is back and he, if he's and I'm you know I'm assuming he would be. He's under contract. I think the Packers actually better running game. are probably in. They're they're okay there. Yeah, they're better. Again, yeah, I'll say that Packers running backs are Super Bowl caliber. Yeah, they're they're Offensive very very good. Running backs are Super Bowl caliber. They're very tight good. Tight end isn't wide receiver has some good young talent, but I agree with everything that you said about that too. They need another, they need another one. Yeah, which yeah. isn't hard to get. Nope, no, it's but not. The big, so then, if we big one now, let, let's talk about the biggest, the biggest factor, and that's quarterback. Right now, Jordan Love. Let's just let's pretend that it's Jordan Love. I'm going to say this: Jordan Love and Jalen Hurts. We're in the same draft, 2020. I remember doing a lot of work on that draft, and I wrote, actually wrote a story about those two, saying that who was in that draft? That was it was Herbert, Tua. It wasn't Lawrence. He was in next year, right? Lawrence was, went number no, one. Lawrence, Lawrence was 21. Uh, Joe Burrow. Yeah, he's not bad either. <laughs> but everybody, that's the ones everybody was talking about, was Burrow, Tua, and, and, and Herbert. Right. And they all went relatively early, as they should have. But I remember doing a story on Hurts and Love saying, you know, these two aren't going to go early, but they're both going to be really good. I, again, the people that I that I talk to, the Mel Kuypers of the world, the guys that do the magazines and the draft guides, I don't think anybody, and I could be wrong, if, please let, let me know if, if you find one that, that if, if I'm wrong about this. I don't remember anyone ranking Jalen Hurts above Jordan Love. No, I don't think so. And the other thing is, is Jalen Hurts was the next quarterback taken after Jordan Love, but it was almost yeah. like as many picks later. Picks you, later, right? Yeah, it was. It was like twenty-seven picks later. Now give Jalen and listen. If anybody, if anybody from the Eagles tells you they knew what they, oh, we knew Jalen. They didn't know they. They took him to be Carson Wentz's backup because what Carson Wentz was getting hurt all the time. Mm-hmm. Number one, number two, before this season, a year ago, a year ago now. When the Eagles were coming off a bad playoff loss to Tampa Bay, they they they, they snuck in the last day. They, they, they got in as a, as the seventh seed, got blown out by by Tampa Bay. Hurts did not play well in that playoff game. The Eagles were involved. Now they didn't it didn't work out, but they were they were involved in the Russell Wilson talks. Now Denver just offered way way more than the Eagles would would even think of offering. Mm-hmm. So and Seattle probably wanted to trade him to the AFC anyway. Right. But they were involved. They were they inquired about Russell Wilson. They were involved with Deshaun Watson. Watson told them Watson didn't put Philadelphia on on the list of teams that he that he would go to. But that wasn't because he, that wasn't from not the Eagles. Not they they wanted him on that list, and they would. And again, I don't know if they would have given up what, what what Cleveland gave up. But so if you know they were if they were sold on Jalen Hurts a year ago, they wouldn't have been involved in the Russell Wilson or, or Deshaun Watson talks. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, Hurts, and that's why I really like Jalen Hurts. He's a kid that he he improved himself. He went out and made himself into an MVP candidate. I mean, he he worked and worked and worked, and like I said, I'm, I'm still I still get stuff from Philly and the Eagles quote sheets and this and, that. and apparently, like Nick Sirianni, the the coach, has, has said more than once how he gets to the building like at five thirty in the morning sometimes or six o'clock. He says, but it doesn't matter what time I get here. Hurts is always here first yeah i mean that's a kid that wants to get better that's a kid that wants to learn that's a kid that, and it's and i i can't you know i i admire that he's not a guy that just has talent and gets by on it he's made himself in into the the player that he is now and he you know he's going to be good for a while but 
and I don't know nothing. I don't know as, as much about Jordan Love. None of us do because we haven't seen a lot of him or haven't heard a lot of, from him. Because who talks? You know, he. he I'll, I'll say this: he says all the right things when when asked. Mm-hmm. I, I do like 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 that about him. Um, but I don't know how hard he. I'm, I'm, I hope he works hard. I'll say this: I think he. I think he's learned and and has been helped by Aaron Rodgers much more than Aaron Rodgers was helped or learned from Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. You agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Brett did. Brett, 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 Brett literally bucked the system. I mean, and and Aaron hasn't maybe. Uh, I don't think gone out of his way. That's fine. Uh, listen, the way that Aaron's handled the whole thing, I'm fine with. I have no problem with the way that yeah, Aaron handled. I have a problem with the way Brett handled it. So yeah, Brett that's, didn't want Aaron. Yeah, that, exactly. It was very. And they just didn't hit it off. Very well. You know, Aaron, Aaron is who he is, and Brett is who he is, and those those are like oil and, and vinegar, and there was no way that those two things were gonna. And now they're friends, apparently, though, right? Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know if Aaron claims, uh, you know, Brett, especially. Remember back when Aaron was defending Ryan Braun with the Brewers, and then it turned out that Braun was was doping, and he lied about it. I think Aaron's probably like, you know what? Uh, I should probably be careful, <laughs> you know, with everything that's going on there. But um, yeah. so, I mean, I guess we've we've kind of gotten through the the offensive side of the ball. If we look on the defensive side um, of things. <laughs> Um, you know, we can go a little bit quicker through this. There okay. is one, there is one, I think, is Chauncey Gardner-Johnson a, a free agent? Yes, he is. God. So he is. Want, he's their main priority to bring back. Uh, he's got to be. He And if they don't, I think Green Bay needs to, they need to get busy. I know they have no money to spend. Oh, you find money for a guy like that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you've, I, I, I just, I think he's, he's the kind of player. He's almost, he could be like a Keyshawn Nixon. Plus, if you oh, add him. better than him. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, just well, in, terms like, of, well, in terms of in terms of in terms of injecting some life into the right. team, no, fiery good. dude, that was veteran. A steal. That was another good move the Eagles made. Trading, they they gave up. I don't. Why would New no, no, Orleans did some stupid things? Mm-hmm. And that was one of them. Yeah, they gave him up for next to nothing, like a fourth yep. and a fifth or something. Yeah, I mean, d- the defensive side now is is where I think there's a, a even bigger gap. Like it was more fun to talk about the offense because at least it was kind of close on defense. I don't think I, there's that big a gap, but go ahead. Well, the reason I say that is because right now it's safety. I mean, the Packers might have a lot of questions at safety. What, what, oh, yeah. Is Amos Sa- is it Amos Savage? Amos coming back? Savage coming back? Like who else is going to play safety? I don't think I think Savage is going to be your nickel. Savage is the nickel, so I then think. you you know you you have to you got to figure you got to figure that out. Now I know obviously there was the weird holding penalty at the end of the game uh, on Bradbury, and well, he's the guy that's going to be gone, not because of that, no, because they're not going to be able to pay him. Well, he turns thirty, so it's it's you know that that just that's life in the NFL. And he's made it clear he's like I would love to be back here, but I got to worry about me. Mm-hmm. And I. I I admire that, that that kid for a lot of things, right? Yeah, well, teams that play in the Super Bowl, well, yeah, he's a stand-up guy and said it was yeah. old and, you know, all that. But teams that play in the Super Bowl, their players, it's just like any other sport or anything else. Those, their players get boosted by yep. some teams and scouts simply because they played in a Super Bowl team. Yep. Oh, he's But he's good. Bradbury's good. That was a good yeah. pickup. Yeah, he's good. But I don't think, I mean, they, like I said, Eagles are not going to be able to keep everybody. Right. Their cap is not great, and they're going to have to pay Hurts, number one. That's the first thing they have to do. But yeah, yeah, the Packers' safeties are obviously are not Super Bowl caliber. Right. But I think their corners are. I like their corners just as much, if not more, than the Eagles' corners. Right. So that so that so that's an area that's an area where they're good. Now at linebacker, I guess this is where the conversation. See, it's different because Eagles play a four three, Packers mm-hmm. play a three four. Mm-hmm. But I'll take Campbell and Walker over Edwards and oh oh Kaiser White. They're okay. They're good. I mean, they're they're not they're not liabilities by any means. They got to the Super Bowl. But they're not dynamic by any means. Do you think they are? I mean, I think they're just they're okay. No, I feel I think I think that's an area where I guess I guess the the equalizer there is that Quay is, is young. He's a, a really young player. So how much of a jump is he going to make in year two? But obviously the Packers are set there. Yes. They don't, you know, they're not going to. They're good enough there too. They're they're, they're they're set there. I guess you have to kind of do the Eagles' defensive line and their linebackers because then if you get into pass rusher, it's like well the Eagles have their defensive ends rushing the passer. And so then, you know, and, 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 they would, and then they use Reddick as whatever they just. Right. They, and I, they, and they, you know, I mean, them. so I know that you're a huge, huge fan of Kenny Clark, but yeah. Fletcher Cox is really good too. I almost think oh, that's Clark's a wash. Clark, at this point, Clark's better than Cox. He's better, but it's, I mean, it's yeah, but at but, this point, but then the rest, the rest of the front there, I mean, Philly's it, got an advantage. I mean, the, the Packers need to add, they need to add some big yes. bodies up front. And oh, got, yeah. No, no, no. And I don't mean just give Devontae Wyatt more snaps. I mean, they still need another 
to a couple bodies. They yeah, they definitely. I just wrote. I just wrote that. When you'll, you'll ask me that later, but yeah, they, the Packers. The Packers definitely need more help up front. Um, now, getting Rashawn Gary back will be a a big boost to the pass rush. Obviously, yeah. Their pass rush wasn't bad. It was in the middle of the pack, if not a, 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 above the middle, uh, in terms of pressures and all that kind of stuff. When 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 Gary was healthy, then once he got hurt, and we've said this, you and I have both said this. I don't know how many times on the on this podcast. That was the one player they couldn't afford to lose, even more than Aaron Rodgers, more than anybody. They could not afford to lose Rashawn Gary, and they did. And you know the guys did what they did the best they could, but it just wasn't. They weren't good enough. I mean, they they had a rookie fifth round pick who should have been you know their three or fourth guy being eased into the you know into the game. He was starting by the end, and he did okay. He, I mean, he did okay for for a, fifth, a rookie fifth round pick, but. That's not that's not good enough, you know. So, um, but I do expect him to make that second year jump. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm talking about you know uh, Kingsley and Gabari, you know, and get, you know, like I said, getting Gary back. Preston Smith's a good player, but they need they they need another one. They need another guy, whether it's a linebacker or or a defensive end. I think Wyatt will be. I think he'll be good next year. I do. I think he'll be a good player. He was this a good is player where if you can stack up a couple first-round picks, you could really add some some good talent to that defense if you pick the right players. Don't right. overthink it. Exactly. Pass rush is a they premium need, position. They do, and, more, they do need more bodies, more athletes, more every word, word you want to use, good players. Or do they trade up? Set. Or do they trade up? And, and if they've got multiple first-round picks, do they just trade up and say, hey, we're going to trade up and we just want to pick one really extremely good player and they're in the top seven? Well, they might have seven. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm just they, saying. Yeah, they might have seven, or they could even move up even even further than that if they really want to. True. So, like, if they get a Will Anderson, you're saying, right? Are you helmet scouting oh again, God. Mark? <laughs> I would love to get Will. I mean, I, like He's I said, good. I haven't paid a whole lot of attention to the draft, but I know Will Anderson. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, would, and that's not I a name that you, that's not a name that's supposed to still be available when Green Bay picks. But we'll see. There's more to. Oh, be, not there, at fifteen. Yeah. No, more to be well, we never know where they're gonna end up. There's more to be more to be done there, but right, right. I guess I guess we'll see. So if you had to put a nice bow on it, because we're pretty much at the end here yeah. and we didn't do special teams, but that's okay. If you had to put a nice bow on it, how I mean, how big is the gap? Is it, you know, small, medium, or huge? Well, today it's between medium and huge. Today. Sizable. February sixteenth, yep. twenty twenty three. Yeah, it's but I think I said the Eagles 2023 team isn't going to be as good as their 2022 team. It just isn't. They're going to lose a lot of the players that we, we talked about aren't going to be there. Um, they'll still be good. Don't get me wrong. Yep. And there's other teams too. And, and there's, it's not like the Packers were the second best team. They got to, there's some other teams they have to climb. Right. But I, I'm one hoping, in their own division possibly. Yeah. And, and I, and I, and you don't mean the Vikings. No, the lions. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So anyway, I think, and I'm, I, I'm, I'll be, I'm, I'm very confident that the Eagles will not be as good in 2023 as they were in 2022. They'll, they'll still be good, but not as good. So they're gonna, they're gonna come. If they were a 94 or 96, whatever they were, if you want to do from one to, they're gonna be down to 90 or 80 something. I really believe that. Um, now, my hope as a Packer fan is that the 2023 Packers are a lot better than the 2022 Packers, and I think they will be. I think. The receivers are going to have another year. I, I told you I like the offensive line and the running backs. Hopefully they they get a quality tight end. Hopefully they get another pass rusher. As as we said, you know Wyatt and Walker take take you know second year jumps and become very good players. But again, it's all going to come down again to how good Jordan Love is and 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 how how well he runs the offense. And again. Nobody saw Jalen Hurts doing what, what, what he did this year. Nobody, including the Eagles, who mm-hmm. were looking for another quarterback. Can Jordan Love be as good as Jalen Hurts? I don't want to say that. That's a lot of pressure to put on somebody because Hurts has become so good. But like I said, there wasn't I, – I want somebody to tell me if there was somebody out there that said Jalen Hurts was better than Jordan Love in the 2020 draft because I don't think anybody did. No, not back then. I liked him a lot. I liked Hurts a lot. I thought he had a lot of really I good – I liked both of them. I did. I wrote a story about both. Like I said, I wrote a story about both of them saying, hey, everybody's talking about Burrow, Tua, and, and, and Herbert. Don't overlook these two guys. The intensity he plays with is just the kind of player I love having on my team. No, and I, I mean, his, his talent, sure. You know, the talent, I, and I don't mean to gloss over it. It's fantastic. But his intangibles and his mentality is just, it's, it's everything you want in a football player. And he's turned out my to be. My only worry about him is that the way they use him and they run him so 
is he going to last? Yeah, yeah. He seems pretty durable, though. I mean, he's mm. he's if he's listen, anything can happen. to Anybody and and running quarterbacks, you know, the stats and all that kind of stuff. You can say that, but listen, he's working his butt off to try to stay as healthy as he can and be and be the right type of player and the right type of shape, physique, all that kind of stuff. And and work. I assume if he's being well, the head coach Jackson, to the facility, that he's working out, doing all the right things for his body. I I just hope he's not the next Lamar Jackson who just can't play without. You know, look at him. He's been hurt every year now. Yeah, that's another, that's that's another one that's going to be interesting too. I mean, you know, a lot of talk about Aaron Rodgers, but Lamar Jackson, what's going to go down with him? So, I think my own belief, I think he stays in Baltimore. He they if he doesn't, then they they screwed up. <laughs> they screwed yeah, it up pretty I bad. I know. And it could change. I mean, it could change. He could say, "Listen, I'm out," and and that could be that, and and there isn't any more chance of. But they could tag him. Yeah, you know, I did again. I could be wrong, but I think he stays in Baltimore. Yeah, that could so. be. That could be. So, what is uh, before we before we go? You kind of you kind of mentioned it a little bit before, but uh, what's up at Packer Report and what's coming up? Well, the defense. Like I said, I've been doing a position by position look at what they have, what they need. You know, I, I talked to a scout about some of the players they have up there now. Is the defensive line and the. The, the gist of it, read it yourself, you know, please. But, um, but the gist of it is they need to add somebody to, you know, they, the line isn't bad. I mean, they have some, some potential there, but they need that. They, they need more. And then coming up later this week, I guess probably tomorrow will be a, the same kind of story, but a, a look at the pass rushers, the edge rushers, hopefully the successful re, return of, of, of Rashawn Gary. Okay. Excellent. And the XFL, don't forget the XFL starts this week. Yeah, the XFL is, Are you a is fan yet? starting you, up. Well, we'll see. I guess well, I guess we'll we'll find out. I'm a Vegas Vipers fan. Okay. Brett okay. Hundley, a quarterback. Brett Hundley and Geronimo Allison's at receiver. Geronimo Allison. You gotta be a fan of the Vipers, right? Yeah. <laughs> former former Packer Bowl. So we'll see what goes on there. We'll be back again next week now that football is is officially over with. It's the it's the march towards free agency and the draft, and we'll see if any other news hits. Maybe it'll the news cycle will favor us for once. Who knows? We'll see. But if nothing well, else, I've, I've talked to Aaron and I asked him when he makes to please make his decision like on a Wednesday yeah. evening. Wednesday late afternoon evening. Yeah, I asked him to do that. He said he he, he said he he's going to go and he'll think about that when he's in his dark hole too. Yeah, so if he's going to do his four days, if you could, you know, if he could please start that on on Sunday, and then it'll end yeah, on perfect. you know or or Saturday, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It's you no, know late late Saturday, whenever that's gonna be, uh just just make it make it line up. But we'll be back again next week on Thursday. Thanks everybody for riding along with this edition of the Pack a Day podcast. Everybody enjoy your weekend. Stay uh warm wherever you're at as winter is hopefully winding down more than it's not wherever you're at. And as always, go pack go. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.